Wow, all three of us at the same time. That's weird, huh? My voice sounds fuzzy. Does it sound fuzzy to you? No. Okay, good. Sounds fine. Nice. Check. Check, check. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Check, one, two. Hello. One, one. I haven't seen Shu in fucking forever, huh? No, he's not. Still can't see him. That's right. I didn't do my makeup, so I hope you guys don't mind. This is going to be audio only. My eyebrows are a mess. You better, okay. you better get on camera. I better be full dong. <laughs> Maybe with like a little, like a little glasses and mustache on it. Glasses and mustache. <laughs> He's making the sounds of a, of a belt. All right, hold on. Oh, hold on. I got to roll it out. <laughs> He's got to roll it out. All right, hold on. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Oh Jesus! All right, oh, there it is. Oh, Look at that thing. Beautiful. That's a beautiful. Oh, wow, that's impressive. Oh. Hey Daryl, get in here. He's finally showing it. <laughs> oh, hey Daryl. Oh. Somehow, yeah. Somehow Neil is watching us oh. Zoom live. Oh. <laughs> he, he's got. He's tuned into our. Oh. <laughs> Mike's Mike's uh, Mike's penis has a beard and yes. <laughs> big eyes and big googly yeah big uh angry eyes it looks like one of those russian e- uh egg it's, doll things what are those things called very old penis <laughs> you know it's you know it's and awesome and that's how we start the podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is our neil young podcast where we mostly talk Mike Shu and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's Long May You Young. Thank you for listening to Long May You Young, one of two Neil Young podcasts that we know of. The other one's in French, and if you don't know French, like French, I guess you're shit out of luck, so you're stuck with us. Uh, what's up to our friend Joel and don't be denied the other Neil Young podcast. But um, this podcast, we uh, try to go through Neil's uh, catalog album by album. We also talk about his movies and uh, we have guests on and there's also a Patreon that's involved. We don't know why you'd pay for this, but apparently you do pay for it. So I guess we won't we won't discuss it. Mike, Ricky Harvey does not like you bringing that up, by the way. What? That, what? Why would people pay for this? She's like, well, I love I love this. People like us, Mike. We're... We're uh, we're up to like I think close to eight thousand downloads a month. Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> yeah, it's really and all I'm getting is fifteen dollars a month out of this. That doesn't seem but, right. But but I mean, one of the I think <laughs> not to not to make Ricky even more mad because she enjoys us. But one of the only reasons I think that is re, uh, a, a possibility is because we were the only Neil Young podcast. Yeah. But yeah. now we've learned. That if you start your own Neil Young podcast, this Neil Young podcast will start every episode by also mentioning your Neil Young podcast. That's right. That's right. We stick together. What kind right? of guys we're we are. Right. Yeah. No, no, Russ. We start every episode uh, with uh, dick references, and then we get into promoting. Right. Yeah, that's course. what we do. Yes. Right. It's all about dick, really. Um, but real quick, Mike, I just want to give a shout out to the patrons. Uh, I had a kind of a family medical emergency last week, so we couldn't do our bonus episode, and the patrons have been really, really supportive. So thank 
thank you to our patrons. Thank you. Um, Super cool. It feels like family over there. Yeah. And you know what? You're right. You guys are right. I should stop saying that. So I won't call them suckers at (laughs) any point during this episode. (laughs) Okay. And Ricky Harvey, I want to thank you personally for being one of the very first people to get in contact with I us. I thought we were going to lose Ricky early on. And, and no, uh, she's, she's been there us. since the very beginning with John yes. Locke, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, I can't, and we got to give a, God. we got to give a, a special shout out to those, uh, tiers, right? The top tier patrons. There's still three of them. We got John Locke, we got Mark Ray, and of course, Craig bitch, Craig bitch, Craig bitch. I, I went like to get together with Craig Bitch and Dan Moshpit. I was gonna say we haven't heard from Dan Moshpit. Yeah. In I hope you he's doing he, all right. He probably got a real job, and he's probably doing really well. He doesn't have time to listen to this podcast, <laughs> or he got lost in the pit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, man, that's true, happens. man. Yeah, maybe. I hope he's okay. Maybe he lost an eye or a finger. Yeah. You no. Know, did you say the, who you are? Did we? At, did you say that? Did oh you no, that? I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Mike Shu. How are you, <laughs> Mike Shu? Hey, what's and up, And that's Mike uh, Shue? Luke and Russ Condon from the band Town Meeting, who have a new album coming out. When is that coming out? August? May. May. I was close. First single Pretty comes close. out this week, though. That's Pretty right. So make sure you look up Town Meeting on uh, Spotify or um, that Neil Young hates. So I love <laughs> plugging Spotify and uh, or Amazon Music. And you know what? I've been listening exclusively to amazon music. Uh, me too I yeah i, I did the trial through the yeah. neil young yeah well I have did prime, you do that so you get it with prime you get it with prime really wait really yeah yeah i didn't, know. So I didn't know that I have you prime. get it with prime and it's like you know he's right ad free and everything it's yeah it's oh, it's it shit. sounds I- it sounds better the sound is better yeah although i have to say i'm maybe i'm still getting used to navigating it and maybe i don't know it seems like they have more uh, it's like Spotify seems to have a better or deeper catalog. Spotify so. is be- the one thing I miss about Spotify because I actually haven't used it since, and I've only been using uh, um, Amazon. The one thing I miss is like the albums. You can see them all in order, but yeah. with Amazon, right. it's only it's like you right. still see all the albums, but, but they're not in order. They're not in order, which drives yeah. me nuts. And then they have all these funky, weird, like European or Japanese only releases that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's, the only it's, thing I miss weird. about Sp- the only thing I miss about Spotify is the algorithm. They were starting to really nail my Discover Weekly and it's just titles taken a bit to get there. And now my title is completely filled up. My dis- my title does a daily discovery, which is cool, but mm-hmm. it's entirely thin lizzy right now. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that, dude. I Mike, still haven't said. I still haven't finished listening to the Thin Lizzy episode. I'm you glad don't you have guys to listen to it. Yeah, you don't have to listen to it. But that that record is so good. Why? What did you guys say about me? See, that tells me one thing that you guys were talking shit. Oh, Honestly, you don't have to listen to that. Oh, like no, it, no, forget it. Well, it was St. Patrick's Day, so we were both pretty hammered. But we. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not drinking. I don't think I was. I wasn't drinking. Well, I was hammered. But anyway, it was. <laughs> Big surprise there. I, I, I and we talked. We talked about this already. Then Lizzie fucking rules, and I did I not give them a and chance. You know what? I didn't. I've, I did. I've not spent any time with those first few releases. It's only Then Lizzie that, that I really, that great, I really loved was you know obviously jail the jailbreak album is just yep. a staple. And then, um, have you ever listened to their nightlife album? No, no, I so get good. There. That is the Phil Linnett coming home at four a.m. after getting dumped album and it's 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 not mellow but it has a heartbreak and a sadness to it and it and you know he's a great storyteller 
Yeah. No one gives yeah. Phil Linnick credit for, for weaving a yarn, Yeah, you know, of really interesting characters. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of that in the Nightlife album. And the production is, is super good. The playing is amazing. It, it reminded me a little, we talked about this too. We, I think we talked about Rod Stewart, but also the storytelling aspect reminded me of like old, um, like Warren Zevon. Mm, right um, yeah he he kind of creates these characters yeah 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 it, it was it was good but. well and he pulls from like irish mythology and everything mm, yeah. there was like a yeah. lot i just i didn't know and i think i i think i said this in the episode but i think for me i just i was misconceived i thought for some reason i thought they were just like a hair metal 80s band i think because at the oh, no i know yeah. i know i, like I know 70s. i'm wrong now yeah i yeah, know i know but i was um I think because their logo, when like boys, the boys are back in town and stuff, it's very kind of Van Halen-y, you know, the like yeah. thin lazy. Yeah, it's, it's just it's like very hard rock. It's very hard rock, yeah. and and at that era, and I mean, I have always thought that song is, you know, a great fucking ass. yeah, it's a kick-ass song. But I just like in my mind, I just kind of just filed them away as like another like yeah, like a hard rock '80s band. But of course, they're not an '80s band. I didn't know that. I didn't look into them at all. So that was yeah. really cool to like do that episode and be like, oh, they fucking started in the late sixties, and they so, in fact rock. basically done by the eighties. Yeah, ba- yeah, they, he, you know, he, the guy would just partied till yeah. he was dead. Yeah. yeah, you know, but um, and he's a guy. Man, that's an interesting story too. So yeah, yeah, to go back to you know the whole you know. So is that what we're doing when we're done with Neil? We're gonna go to. <laughs> <laughs> I would, might as well. I don't know. I think when we finish Neil, we take a good long break and then we <laughs> we figure it out. But then Lizzie, I mean the band, obviously, and then John Prine. I've been digging in a little bit lately. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of down for whatever. Be eight seventies uh, Beach Boys. I'd be into. I don't know. We we got well, lots. Of uh, I think the band is is a great option. Yeah. yeah. Let's stick yeah. to Neil, though. I mean, we're yeah, let's talk yeah, about Neil because yeah, this is the Neil Young podcast. Well, well what I, I was going to say was that uh, it's been a while since we've done this. You know, obviously, we all had a lot of shit going on. And again, we appreciate our patrons for being so supportive about it. But since we've talked, there's been a <laughs> World War Three has happened. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last we uh, just last night, Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. Yeah. Hilarious um, and, and disturbing all at the same time. Yeah. Much uh, like this podcast. There's been, I mean, what else is it? And then we were, the Taylor Hawkins, Taylor obviously, Hawkins, is, yeah. is a horrible one. That yeah, one sucks. To, that to talk, a, to get to the, like, I mean, it's sort of along the same lines of Phil Linett as far as the, you know, the drug and. Yeah. It's a different yeah. kind of thing, but still, like, you, I think, Shu, you were saying that you said he had some kind of a system or something with it. That's what he, he said. And I forget where the, I was reading and it was an interview from like five years ago and he had done, like he had had a scare, like he had overdosed and, and and spent time in rehab and almost died. And, um, but he said that, you know, he, it's, he loves doing drugs. Basically. That's what he says. He likes doing drugs. It's fun. And he's got a system. And usually that's like, you know, they'll do them and then they'll dry out. So it's, you know, maybe his body just had it. I don't know. I hate to speculate at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't want to, but I don't want to like get like, I don't want to throw any misconceptions out there. It just sucks. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's really shitty. And And, uh, and Mike, you were saying like, before we started recording, you were saying, you don't know if you think this might be the end of the Foo Fighters. I've yeah. I fear this is the end of this band because of the strong relationship between him and Dave Grohl yeah, and the the chemistry and the fire he provided. 
And, yeah, and, he, I, yeah, and I don't yeah. want to discount the, the, the other members of the Foo Fighters because they're all great musicians and they all add something very unique to that band. I was going to tell Luke to mute himself, but he's just... Uh, <laughs> Luke's got to be a parent here. That's okay. Yeah. It's all right, Russ. He's got his, uh, he's got his OSHA-approved uh, sweatshirt on. I came Luke, right, next so time no, you can just mute yourself. Nobody's going to get hurt. <laughs> Did I? Oh, can you hear everything? No, you can. I was going to say, you can. All right. just know that you can. Sorry, Did I you was... take a dump outside again? <laughs> no, not this no. time. Just That's opened right. the door and started shitting. We've all done it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it sucks, man. It's true. And that, I'm mean, yeah, you were saying like that last record's really good. And they, and then don't they, they, they I haven't, when is that? Didn't they make like a, the movie's uh, out. a horror Studio movie? Is it out? Six, yeah. It's out. I, I mean, that's, that, yeah. that's the great thing about this band is that they're up for anything, you yeah. know, and they kind of follow Dave. Grohl's they just seem like and, fun guys, man. You right. know, like, and they're in a place where they can do that. They can try things like make yeah, a movie, yeah. write a book, you know, play, and you know, every, a whole everyone, album live or whatever they want to do. Everyone you know? who is posting stuff like from bands, like uh, where they would, they would all say how down to earth they were. We have a friend in a, a a local band called Tiger Man Woe. And they're not I mean, they're kind of big around here, but they're nobodies in the and I mean that like in the fact like they're not like this national sensation. And apparently they were playing somewhere and then uh Russ, did you see this thing that Kevin posted? Yeah, from uh, the Tiger Man Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, Dave and uh and Taylor. uh Taylor come walking over and they're just shooting the shit old van stories of like Mm. just like down to earth no i think yeah i think taylor like came up to them and was like oh you guys like in the band or whatever and yeah like i was like asking (laughs) about their van and then like so cool like oh hey dave come hang out and they just like hung out with these guys like have you seen the the um what drives us documentary no that dave grohl did about no i heard about it about van life for bands no, it's I wanna, pretty. I, I mean, for, for you, you guys should check it out because you spent a lot of time in a van. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> and these stories are are pretty awesome. And um, yeah. it's another it's another great thing about them. You know, they they make these films and yeah. documentaries, and they they're just it's. I it's did watch sad. Sonic Highways. Did you watch that when that came? Love out? that. Yeah, that yeah. I never. I like to one. think. I like to think, and there's probably no. There's no proof of this at all, but I interviewed Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins during, at the uh, DCU cool. Center back in. Um, when did um, Echo, Silence, Patience, and Grace come out? I got no idea. That's the one that had Long Road to Ruin on it. And anyway, so we're talking, and he was talking about I'd like to do the next album, which was Wasting Light. Um, that was 2007. It's 2007. Okay. So Wasting Light, he was like, I'd like to do the next album just totally live. Just mm-hmm. do all new stuff, but live. And I said, you know, a couple of people have done that. Joe Jackson did that. He recorded a whole album of brand new stuff live. He told the audience to hold their applause. And, you know, and then the, Jackson Brown, of course, did Running on Empty, which was recorded in different studios and backstage rooms and buses and hotel rooms and things like that. And he was like, oh. Oh, that'd be interesting if we just kind of went around the country and, you know, recorded in different studios and stuff. And I said, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, you know, you, Sonic Highways comes like, out. I'm like, where's my check? So are you saying you're responsible? Is this an exclusive, yeah, that's right. This is an exclusive, everyone. I, I, I inspired Sonic Highways and I inspired Weird Al to play with a symphony orchestra <laughs> but no one i'll never get credit you know i don't want any I, you know the art is out there and that's all it made the Wait, world a better place like that's were you sitting about. on a bench in a park when you pitched this idea to him 
<laughs> I'm telling you. I, told I believe you. I believe you, Mike. I, he I said, he, said he wasn't going to make a traditional album anymore. I said, you can't stop making albums until you do the double live album or the rock opera or the concept album or you do the symphony orchestra album like Metallica and Deep Purple and stuff mm. like that. And he goes, oh, okay. Yeah, well, that yeah. could be in there. Yeah, that me. That was me. I, me. I believe you. I believe it. Well, man. and right before we started recording, when we were just shooting the shit about Thin Lizzy, Mike told us that uh, he ran into Phil Lynott, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he was just sitting around in a town, and then he said, "Hey, Phil, like, what's going on? Oh, these are my boys. They're just back in town or something." Right. Uh-oh. Right. <laughs> I heard tonight there's going to be a jailbreak. <laughs> right. So you better uh, tell Rosalie. Well, hey, we were we were talking about. Uh, Taylor Hawkins talking about drummers and um, we got a response from Anthony again Anthony Legerfo oh about Leger- this album Legerfo Legerfo um, Le- I don't boy remember. I wish we knew Sorry. how to say his name since we've already interviewed the guy <laughs> I know we didn't say his name his last name in that if you want to hear the interview you gotta sign up for uh, patreon.com Legerfo I think oh. it is I think it's okay. Legerfo uh, I just I, we didn't know we were gonna be recording till last minute so I just kind of last minute was like hey we're we're recording Earth. Earth. He said, "Hey Ross, thanks for the heads up. Unfortunately, I can't make it today. I'm in the studio. Have fun and say hi to the fellas." P.S. Got the vinyl. Um, nice. He's referring to our town meeting vinyl and listening this week. Thank you. Been super wrapped up in the studio. That rules. Awesome. So I nice. want to read that to you guys. He's a great and, guy, and everyone should go listen to that interview. Yeah. Well, that's a nice segue, Russ, into the album that we are going to cover here, which is Earth. Yeah. And he had mentioned uh, in our interview with him that that's what the Monsanto years was originally supposed to be. He's, remember he said that? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. He yeah. said that it was supposed to be something like Earth where there was going to be a mix of animal noises and yeah. live and, and a lot of like, you know, experimental overdubbing and things like that. Mike, yeah. can yeah. I just say I am very grateful because I had not listened to Earth before that you mm-hmm. gave me the heads up about all the animal noises because it yeah, you got to be prepared man yeah you got to be prepared if you didn't i would have been so goddamn bad <laughs> well you know i'm i'm sorry i did because seriously it was it's probably one of the most joyful moments of my life when i threw this album on and there was a friggin' duck squawking in the middle of country home and i was like is this going to be the whole album? <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, this is like Neil Young, like on the Muppet show. <laughs> it really is, right? It's yeah. like he's playing to like oh, the Muppet animals, like cows yeah, and yeah, chickens, yeah, like Gonzo's yeah. out there with all his chickens, you know, yeah. and Lou Zealand is throwing his hey. fish around. Hey, there. You know, like, it's just, I'm telling you, man. It's, it's hey, Daryl. Like blown away. Yeah. And I'll, hey, Daryl. Yay! <laughs> I'm trying to do tonight, it. Tonight on the Daryl show, <laughs> tonight on the Neil Young show, <laughs> we got... And Daryl. Daryl's like, oh, Neely. Oh, <laughs> oh Neely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Which one was that? Was that Animal? No, it was like Miss Piggy when she gets mad. Oh, all right. <laughs> can we can we do Neil Young news, though, before we... um? Yeah, let's hit some Neil Young news. Oh, should I? Uh, no, that's oh, right. You already have it, right? Are you, you don't want me to do the jacket anymore. No, I'll dub it in. The jacket already does it. <laughs> it's been a long time. Mike, How are gonna, you guys? You're going to hit the Neil Young news. I think I know what you're going to talk about. There's a couple of things. Yeah. There's, um, the, he just said that there's going to be three new bootleg series albums coming out. Yep. 
the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, 1971, Royce Hall, 1971, and Citizen Kane Jr. Blues, 1974. These all appear to be solo acoustic records. Right. I remember someone, somebody, I think it was on our Facebook page, complaining that there was too much stuff coming out from those 71 acoustic shows. And I think they're starting to become right. Although I haven't heard these, so they may be brilliant performances. But we do have a lot of, like a lot of the bootleg stuff that's come out. And yeah. then some of the some of the live, you know, archive stuff. It's a lot of it's that controversial opinion. Um, yeah. I I a hundred percent agree. And I'm 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 young Shakespeare. I mean, I'm just we we've heard it. I, is that am I being shitty? I know we're a Neil Young podcast. No, no, it's it's like each show's different in its own little way, but it's still a lot of the same stuff. And really, what all you need is Massey Hall. Right. That, to me, is his finest solo acoustic live recording ever. It doesn't get any better than Massey Hall to me. I mean, how much? How much more money? Even so, even tying that into Earth, right? And I mm-hmm. thought about this. It's fun. He does some cool shit, but it's. I don't think you needed this album. If I'm being honest, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, there's some cool moments, but I don't. You you don't need this album. There's nothing like in the live versions that stand out over the over the like most of the songs he does from monsanto years are better on monsanto years in my opinion. oh see that's where we disagree and we'll really? talk about yeah i think later. there's actually yeah. some on here that i i like better yeah yeah all right well I, i'm just saying like i i, eh, I don't know well don't and know. that's the thing about doing a neil young podcast is like one of the one of the things about neil is like he doesn't yeah, of course. Of course, he's made records that a lot of people would be like, "This doesn't need to exist." But Neil's like, "Well, I want it to exist." So right, exactly. It's going to yeah. exist. Here, I actually I have a quote about that that I, I found when he was talking about making Earth. I forget what interview it was from. I read a bunch of interviews he did trying to explain this record, and he said, "What if we make a record that I can't get out of my head, and only I know why I did it." That's so Neil. <laughs> that's, that's so that's, Neil. That's, yeah. that's like Neil's career, right? That's like all of his music, right yeah. there. It's it's music in my head. Yeah, and only I know why I did it, um, <laughs> right? That's the best. So just pulling up, he, you ha- we have the track list for from the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion album. He's released. okay. On the way home, tell me why, old man, journey through the past, cowgirl, heart of gold, man needs a maid, sugar mountain. Don't let it bring you down. Love and mind. Needle. Ohio. See the sky. I am a child. Dance, dance, dance. Isn't that almost exactly Young yeah. Shakespeare? Yeah. Or Massey uh, Hall. Royce Hall. Uh, on the way home. Tell me why. Old man. Journey through the past. Cowgirl. Heart of gold. It, and then just on and on. The only one that interests me is the Citizen Kane Jr. Uh, blues uh, album from 74. He's got Pushed It Over the End, Long May You Run, Green Sleeves, Ambulance Blues, Helpless, Revolution Blues, On the Beach, mm. Roll Another Number. Those would be cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah, acoustic. Um, yeah. Motion on the pictures beach stuff. would be great. Yeah, mo- yeah. Oh, wow, he does motion. So that was, that was definitely yeah. around On the Beach yeah. then. 74, yeah. that was the same year as that that Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young tour that was supposedly so disastrous also. Oh, is that oh, okay. the Eat a Peach one? No, no, that was the Stills Young Band tour. Oh, right, 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 right. But yeah. that's the uh, of the the other one. The other two seem identical. That's the only one that kind of interests right. me. That's because it's three years later, right? Than the other two. Yeah, and, may, and I maybe I, maybe I'm being shitty. I don't know, but I'm just kind of I'm I'm kind of over it a little bit. I don't well, know. I was thinking this that 
what's the one where he's just like on, like he's telling really fun. Is that Canterbury house? I thought it was, are we thinking of riverboat? Well, a riverboat, he's kind of funny too, but it seems like in Canterbury house, I think that's the one in between every song. He's just really on. He's they're great. Start, they're all starting to blink. He's really funny. And maybe that's the thing. Like if you listen to what was the, what's the acoustic one that, um, yeah, Canterbury House. He's really for funny. Judy. He's really funny in Canterbury House. You know, maybe maybe they have different stories in between songs. Maybe he's okay, in different yeah. moods. You know, maybe that's it. But you know, there is a lot of that particular era There's that he's so put much. out recently. Maybe he's just working his way through it, and he's going to move on to later stuff maybe. after he gets all this stuff out. Or maybe one of these ones is exactly the same as as like Massey, but he puts like bees buzzing between the songs, or mm-hmm. like a kangaroo hop. Right. Or something like that. I, right, I or some know. kind of uh, screeching owl. A, ho- a random horn honk. Whale song. Which, by the way, the horn honks in this one, they caught me because I listened mostly in my work truck, and I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Looking behind <laughs> yeah, me. I think at one point they got me, too. <laughs> so, um, and then the other, the other bit of news is that uh, he released uh, that song, Cocaine Eyes. Yeah. That is going to be on El Dorado, and That's El Dorado right. is going to be released with three other albums. This is the start of the 80s stuff. Okay. So um, it's going to be the official release series, Volume 4. It's going to be out on the on April 29th. <laughs> Hawks and Doves. We're, we're never going to fucking finish That's this right. goddamn That's right. Well, I mean, podcast. we've done these albums, so if it's just these albums and they're remastered, we don't have to do them, do we? If they have extra stuff, though, we can at least cover the extra stuff. Maybe maybe Neil loves this podcast so much, so he's like, I just got to keep putting out more stuff because I never want to mm. stop. That's a good theory. Hey, Daryl. They figured it out. (laughs) Hey, Daryl. Get back in the time machine. I love that that jacket voice. (laughs) Hey, Daryl. I want to use the jacket voice on trance, so get back in the TARDIS. Hey, Daryl, I only get hard when I hear old silver gold. (laughs) (laughs) But this this, uh, set coming out, it's going to be Hawks and Doves, Reactor, and this note's for you, and then they're going to throw El Dorado in there. Mm. Um, which is great because Eldorado was only released in like Japan and Australia or something crazy like that. But even Eldorado, it's like, it's all songs that you've already heard except for like one, right? It's just one new song or is it two, two different, two new songs? Well, I think that that would be cocaine eyes. So it might be two, two songs. Yeah. Yeah. But I I love that. That's like my favorite Neil guitar sound. It's, it's the stuff from Eldorado. It's just so distorted yeah. and just, it sounds just completely uh, unhinged. A lot of the youngsters love Eldorado. They bring it up a lot. Yeah. And yeah, like uh, so that's, that's, that's the Neil Young news. Also, have you guys listened to, I don't know if it's still up there, the Rotterdam show from 1976 with Crazy Horse? That's the, no, that's no. the show, the timeline show. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, there's a sick version of Drive Back on there that has the most oh, okay. amazing guitar on it. Um, nice. Great Cortez on there. I'll have to check that. I'll have to hop back in. I've been a lot the- of lot of Zuma stuff. Oh, all right. I'll I'll have yeah, to. Yeah, it's check really that good. In. The thing about the listening to the shows on Neil Young Archives, you have to listen to the whole show. You can't fast forward it. Yeah, you can't good. go from track to track. You got to take in the that, whole though. show. Yeah, it's it's really get in the car and listen to it. It's Can we awesome. get commission for the archives? Because I feel like we've definitely at least sold a few subscriptions. <laughs> That's you know what us plugging the archives is probably the only reason why Neil hasn't shut us down yet. <laughs> so he's true. like, oh, they keep plugging the archives. So <laughs> call true. off the dogs. <laughs> hey, Daryl. 
<laughs> Call off the dog. Call off old king. Um, No, but so, Mike, I'm glad you gave me the heads up about the animal noises. It made it so that – so I probably listened to this album maybe six or seven times um, because we haven't recorded in a while. But uh, there's some great moments, um, great overdub moments. But uh, a few times I found myself getting annoyed with the animal noises but then because you gave me the heads up i was like you know what i'm i'm embracing this i don't mind this um and also neil created earth and in both the album and the actual earth so in his image in his hey daryl i'll change it to your image (laughs) oh (laughs) sweet neil (laughs) <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. This fucks, Mike. I know you. I, I, know I told you not from, to. I liked it. But this <laughs> is so fucking stupid. This whole thing is so. We just talk about the Foo Fighters for twenty five minutes, and then we just make Neil noises. We did a Neil Muppets thing for fucking five minutes. Right, yeah, <laughs> I know it's certain. No, but with the animal noises, it's like you know he's they're rocking out, and it's like rah, rah, you know, and I'm just waiting for like. Stadler and Waldorf go boo, boo. <laughs> Promise of the real will never be like crazy horse. Uh. <laughs> if you like hearing stuff out of tune. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for whatever meme Joel's gonna make out of. Oh my god, that's it's gonna yeah. be a Muppet meme. And I'm sure he'll have some Will Smith uh, slacka waka rock incorporated. Rocka rocka. If if okay, so let's just. Let's, just take a second here if crazy horse were muppets which ones would they be poncho would definitely be fozzy bear you think so absolutely yeah all right i mean is it i wouldn't say ralphie is like animal no i was gonna say like right yeah no he doesn't he's not he's not ralphie's ralphie's Uh. got a Ralphie's almost. <laughs> I know. I know she's not. I know she's not a drummer, but the fucking. I know who. I know who you're gonna say. The girl. Yeah, the looking girl. Yeah, the Janice? Janice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor from Doctor Teeth's band. Yes, yes. <laughs> Billy Talbot is definitely Gonzo, though. I was oh, gonna say, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Billy yeah. Billy Talbot is definitely Gonzo. Gonzo. Yeah, who would Gonzo? Who would Ben Keith? <laughs> ben Keith would be Sam the Eagle. Hundred percent, he's Sam the Eagle. Yeah, he's totally. Even looks oh my, like Sam the Eagle. Oh my he kind of does. Is, actually, holy shit, he yeah, is man. Sam the Eagle. That's right, he's Sam the Eagle. Neil went back and Neil went back in time and told Henson to make him look like Ben Keith. All right, listen, <laughs> I mean, it makes I have sense. This friend, you should make Sam the Eagle look like. If you don't, I'll <laughs> I'll drink your soul like orange juice. Hey Jim, I know you have only a few bird muppets, but one of them needs to be my best friend, Ben. <laughs> All right, this is getting ridiculous. all right. Yeah, this is getting out of hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so Earth uh, uh, came out during their what they called it the Rebel Content Tour in 2015. And out of hand, that's just a loose puppet. Sorry. What do you want you know, from us? Yeah. It's been like a month since we recorded. What it's, do you uh, want? It's a collection of his like environmentally. <laughs> theme songs or songs that could be kind of put into that context. Um, and so, yeah, this is during his, you know, obviously the time where he's really pushing his, uh, his environmental agenda. 
Um, and as far as the wildlife stuff goes, all the uh, wildlife sounds, uh, he said on the Neil Young archives, why should animals not come to the show? <laughs> Jesus. That's, that's what put the Muppet thought in my head. Like there's nothing but Muppet animals yeah. out there just rocking out to Neil. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah. mean, he does have that video on the archives where he's just playing. He's playing oh, yeah. to chickens. Chickens. Right? <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And it's Gonzo's just, out there yeah. going, hey, this is great. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Neil fucking rules. He said also in the this is in the credits part at Neil Young Archives. He said uh, animals, they, <laughs> they don't have an uptight vibe. They don't have all the hatred and everything. He's not wrong. <laughs> uh, there's probably yeah. some animals that can be hateful. You think there's some animals that have a little, like, like you know, it's yeah. like, uh, I don't know, what, what, what would it be? Yeah, little, like little shitty white dogs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he says... Um, Our one listener that has a shitty white dog turns it like, off. Oh, that's, that's my Bichon Frise. Oh. <laughs> And he also said, you know, it was great having him on there. And they all sang in perfect pitch. <laughs> He's just, <laughs> I think he, he just loved doing this. I, I think he loved yeah. doing this. And I think he thought it was funny as I thought it was funny. He didn't, I'm sure he doesn't think that the subject matter is funny, but I think just the way it sounds, because every time I listen to this album, it puts a smile on my face because yeah, it's, it's, yeah, so yeah, it's so silly. So silly, but it, and it's funny just to think of that. Although I have to say the swarm of bees yeah. mixed in with the crowd noise is perfect. That's yeah. really cool. That's yeah. really cool. That's perfect. It's it, a cool, it, it's really cool concept. Yeah. I, the la- I, so I listened again today for the last time and I found it annoyed me where I did like it the first few times I listened. Um, I don't know. I, it, it's good. It's, uh, there are some high notes for me. I don't think anything from the Monsanto year sticks out. I like the the actual studio stuff better than anything he does on this personally. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I mean, it's that's did you why guys, we, did you, did you guys read what inspired him to put uh, the animal noises in there? Um, the uptight vibe thing is the only thing I have written down. All right, you're both sitting down. <clears throat> oh God, that's good. Oh boy. So he was on Mark Maron's podcast. Okay. And he said he got the idea from watching the film Bram Stoker's Dracula when, when Dracula turned into a bat and flew around and it took the point of view of the bat when it was flying around. No. How you're, fu- you're fucking with us. No, I'm not. No, he didn't say that. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? I'm completely serious. He ca- serious. He calls it an ear movie because of that. What the? F- I, he's fucking with us. At he's this just, point. no. You know what? He's just throwing it in our faces. Yeah. I'm a vampire. There's nothing you can do about it. Hey, Daryl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, he does vampire blues on this album where he says yes. that. Yeah, of course, absolutely. And he really gets into. Yeah, right? Yeah, because he's probably hungry. <laughs> he's probably starving. I can't believe... How did I not see that? I, I missed that too. Yeah. Oh. 
Um, I got shit about the backup singers uh, doing mostly jingles. Did you guys? Yeah, those are so obviously jingle singers. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. With jingle singers rule, by the way. Like, yeah, they're usually really good. And they oh make yeah, a there's a shit ton of money. Yeah, they're you know they they're superb. They're they they nail it every time. And I think that's a great idea that he used them for that to make it sound like a commercial. The other parts I liked was when he. Every time he said GMO or GMOs, oh, the auto uh, the auto tune, right? And yeah, yeah. if you read, I read a Pitchfork uh, review of the album, and they were like, "This isn't a live album. It's far from it. There's a lot of overdubs on here, like the vocals, and you know, there's auto tune all over it." I'm like, "There's auto tune on it like twice, and it's only when he says GMO, get off yeah. Neil's dick, you fucking yeah. assholes." You know, it's just, and I love that because GMOs are fake, right? Yeah, I, I, I actually like that. I like that choice. That, yeah, I, I think that's cool. I thought it, that was a good. I only, honestly, there's not. I'm surprised that more of it didn't bug me. I just think it was done kind of right. Like it's like the opposite of life. I right. think it I was just. You know, like Luke, I don't, I'm the same way. I don't like all of it, but I do like. I like the idea a lot, and I think it. I think he accomplishes it through most of the record. I think there were some poor timing choices on the duck noises. <laughs> the ducks were a little much because you know, but who doesn't love a duck in between songs? I get it. But yeah. like throughout and like during a breakdown, you know, like, um, <laughs> he's saying that they're, the they're breakdowns. part of the band, man. That's, That's true. Right. No, he was right. He's like, yeah, you know, they're perfect pitch every time. Like on seed justice, there's a breakdown of two fifty where it's just like, it's like a series of aquatic fowl, just like <laughs> screaming. And then I, I just want Mike to be included. I want there to be like, like just like someone to put out a page of different reviews and quotes about earth. But I want Mike's, uh, yeah, there was some poor timing on the duck noises to be included in that. I feel like that'd be really funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of the reviews I read were like the, the animal noises were unnecessary and it would have been a great live album if it didn't have the animal noises. And I was thinking, nah, you know what? We, we have a bunch of great live stuff from Neil, but this is the only one that has a horse singing along to the song, an actual <laughs> yeah, yeah. horse. Yeah. I, think, I think that's why it didn't annoy me as much. Like Russ said, it, there was times where I got aggravated, but I think, like you said, we have so much live stuff already. Like we've heard mm-hmm. these songs and it made it interesting and it's all it made it good because it's neil doing whatever the fuck he wants and yeah. he's like i want a i want there to be a turkey here so i also right. i also love too that he put he puts out monsanto years and people are like you know shut your mouth about your fucking whatever just you're a rock star just fucking play your songs and shit right. you know just and keep keep hits. your politics out of it or whatever, whatever. play your hits and whatever and then he like doubles down. Right. <laughs> he's it like, actually includes animals in it yeah, that he's trying to yeah. save. Although there's not like, it. it's so Neil, man. There's not a lot like, I, you know, earth it's, you know, and oh, I, I get it. You have limited access to wildlife. Right. Right. But it's just like, I'm sure there's like sound effects libraries you could raid and maybe get like, you know, some gorillas or something that's endangered. I don't know. I'm just, you know, just, it was all, it was all like, it was probably all animals on his ranch. I'm guessing. Well, he has literally, he listed on the credits. He's got a wildlife recording credited to a few different people, including him and John Hanlon, who's been with them forever now. 
Can you imagine John Hanlon? John. (laughs) Hey, John. (laughs) I I want you to do something for me for the new album. Here. Here, take this recording equipment and go out (laughs) and talk to the turkeys. Talk turkey to the turkeys. Hey, Daryl, did you hear that one? That was pretty good. Daryl did the lo- Daryl did the logo for this um, and the uh-huh. photography. But uh, so Neil and John did while while recording. Then Eric Lynn, Chris Bellman, Will Mitchell, and Kevin Smith. I don't think that's the same Kevin no, Smith. Fr- <laughs> is that the same Kevin? But Smith? That would be great if just yeah. Silent Bob was out there fucking recording <laughs> fucking squirrels. It's like this, like ducks. Yeah, and all of a sudden, it's like you know, there's a lot of hot chicks out there, but not everyone. Not only one of them is going to bring you lasagna at work. He's just wearing a fucking. He's got, yeah, he's got, he's got a big, huge jersey on. <laughs> backwards baseball hat. Yeah, smoking a butt. He's part of Earth too. Silent Bob is part of the planet. It's just, it's not actually wildlife. It's just Ben Affleck and Matt Damon noises. <laughs> Sorry, stupid Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh, it's this the entire like vocal track of Geely playing in the background. <laughs> is that is this the first Geely reference on the I think Long so. Young podcast? And nice. the last. We, we can be done now, I think. <laughs> okay. Now All right, we're finished. Oh, um, another interesting fact before we delve if we could delve into a couple of the tunes. Um, yeah. do you know where he first previewed this record? for like the crowd and the press and the critics. No. This is this is also awesome. The National History Museum in Los Angeles. Huh. Or the Natural History Museum in Los Angeles. So it's the Museum of Natural History. So huh. they, you know, among a bunch of like taxidermied animals and and things and <laughs> that rules it's so good man i love this neil's the best i mean this even is if fun. you hate this you may album. not like it yeah but it's it, you it's can't fun. deny it's yeah it sounds like it's it, to me it sounds like neil's having fun even oh, though yeah. it's a yeah, serious absolutely. subject yeah and e- even the even the tra- and i like i say this stuff about monsanto years i think it's because i i really really liked the monsanto years you can tell they're fucking having a blast and that they're yeah. comfortable with each other mm-hmm. which i think you can it comes through um, and I mean, e- e- like the last track, especially, I mean, spoiler alert, it, my number one is love and only love. Oh my God. Really? Dude. It's a 28 minute. He starts fucking playing pink Floyd towards the end. It fucking rules, dude. Oh my God. We've come full circle. Yeah, we have come full circle. <laughs> We've come full circle from the first episode where Russ thought pink Floyd was Neil Young. <laughs> yeah. And now Neil's actually playing pink Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's, we're done. Think, we're finished. And it's, I think it's, I want to say shine on you. I don't remember. I think it's shine on you. Crazy diamond. He's hey, Daryl. Okay. Start the wizard of Oz <laughs> now. <laughs> no, it's just, I, I, but what I'm saying about that track is you can, it finishes. It's like for all intents and purposes. And then there's 10 minutes of them just fucking around. Yeah. And it's yeah. awesome. I just love creating yeah, noise, great. which is yeah, very. It's a very crazy horse thing, and and promise of the real. They've got that fire that crazy horse has, and that that yeah, kind of that sense of adventure, that comfortability with each other is such a cool. Is that a word? Thing. I, I might. I don't know. Okay, just it checking. Might, I mean, hey Daryl, <laughs> is that a word? We get, we're throwing a lot of hey Daryls. I know, this right? We're just making a lot up of for hey lost Darryls time. In this one. <laughs> um. But have yeah. someone reach out to them and let them know if that's a word or not. <laughs> but don't let them know that it's us. Also, uh, just to quickly segue back to the Foo Fighters thing, I 
I forgot about this. I thought this was interesting. Dave Grohl was a drummer and lost his front man, and now he's a front man and lost his drummer. Right. Fucked up. That is messed up. Yeah. And they were both like good friends. Yeah. That's why I think this might be it. Yeah. As I think far he, as the Foo Fighters go. I think you're right. Yeah. He's you got a lot who, of other stuff going on. You know who was really kind of bummed out by this was Nails. I was talking oh, yeah? about Nails. He just finished their book, or Dave's book, and like, I don't know. He was, I didn't know he was such a Foo fan, but apparently. Did he, did he close the store for a day? Oh, he doesn't close the store. All right, I'm just saying, you know, where, <laughs> no, where but he made a priority list. He 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 built like a, a replica of the drum of Taylor's drum set out of nails. Oh, he, that's beautiful. Yeah, he and the stool is nails too. So, oof, yeah, yeah that's true. Oof. Stool <laughs> of nails. Um, <laughs> that's what that's the new Foo Fighters uh, stool of nails. They're just gonna change their name to that. Oh. Um, so as far as, oh, also this album came out on my birthday, which is kind of nice. Oh, no shit. Yeah. June 17th. Nice. Um, Speaking of June 17th, I'm going to do a quick side plug for town meeting where we have an album release tour and it's right around my birthday this year in June. We're going to be in Philly. We're going to be in DC. We're going to be, uh, in New York, Boston, Portland, Maine. We're doing a little mini East coast tour run. Please go to our Facebook page, our website, Check it out, townmeetingmusic.com, and come and see us. We'll probably play Neil at every show, I'm assuming. And uh, you and Russ are going to have a historic gig at the Hotel Vernon, oh, Kelly God. Square in Worcester. Yeah, we are. <clears throat> Can't wait for that one. When is that? Is that April? I think that's April 23rd. Yeah. Okay. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. You know, when it's when there's dollar beers, it's oh, always going to be fun. Beers. Yeah, it'll be a fun one. <laughs> Jesus. Dollar beers. <laughs> Russ has just got panic in his eyes. Yeah, I did, because I fucking, let's not talk about the St. Paddy's Day show, for fuck's sake. Was <laughs> uh, yeah, somebody over, sir? Yeah, Luke, Luke had a, a few too many. Dang. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was same, same Luke Patrick. got a few too many. Yeah, it was a fun <laughs> one. Hey, what do you want from me? Hey, what do you, I'm a good shot. What do you want? <laughs> Do we want to talk about some of the songs on here? Is yeah. that me? Do I have to do this? Yeah, thing? you'll have to. But while you get it set up, I, I'll say the um I th- some of the Ragged Glory stuff I I really liked. Um the older stuff I seem to like a little bit more, but I really didn't like it the Monsanto years stuff as much, which is it's surprising to me that you guys seem to like those more. I don't know. I'm completely opposite. I think I all the Monsanto year stuff on here, I actually prefer to the Monsanto years album. Really? I prefer these versions. Really? To the album versions, especially oh. the Monsanto years. Oh, I to disagree. me that's that's just such an amazing version of that song. It's just to me it has a lot more power and it's just more there there's a lot more to it. It's more interesting. Yeah, I I think I I I just really like that song on the original album i i like the overdubs i think it's an interesting sound but it takes me out a little bit i don't know i love the the looping that he does in it yeah i like um, peace 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 no no where he says um what's the line uh here i'll find it hold on a second it's right before the verse about the bible uh, gift from God. Yeah. So when like oh, he moves, yeah, yeah. gift from God. Yeah. I love that. What, you know, and there's there's a lot of that going on in there. It's it's very it's very dub. 
not to get not to go down this road, but uh, speaking of the Monsanto year songs in Big Box, when he starts mentioning more corporations than he does in the original, and he mentions Pfizer, which I think mm. it's interesting now how defensive he gets of Pfizer. I don't know. It's, an, it's oh, because of the thing we because of because all this, of the vaccines and stuff. Right, but what was the connection with Pfizer to Neil as far as? Oh, there was some huge conspiracy there was, theory. There was a big conspiracy it. theory that the guy who was working for BlackRock or something, Amazon or, or I don't remember, or some kind of other streaming service or something. Like the CEO was a former CEO of of Pfizer. Yeah, I don't remember. And something like that. But I do think it's interesting. He calls them out on this album. He like specifically mentions Pfizer. Yeah. Chevron well, this was 2016. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the pharmaceutical companies have been running running wild pretty much with no regulation. Oh, speaking of that, I finally finished Dope Sick. Oof. Yeah, that's a rough one. God and damn. I finally finished The Sopranos. Did you? Yeah, I, I, Jeez, I finished. I finished a while. I finished a while ago. Nice. <clears throat> what do you think? Now, we, now everyone's updated on our Sopranos journey. Yeah, right. I, I think that I can see why <laughs> that ending drove people nuts. Yeah. Um. Well, well let's talk about it. What I do you thought, think? I. Well, you know that guy was sitting at the bar. Yep. Looking around. Members and only. He went to the bathroom when those two black guys walked in. Yep. I'm just saying. That was probably it. You think? Uh, I mean, yeah, but why? What? What was? Why? What was he doing? Why? Why have him there? The he I was know. in there to make sure Tony was in there, and he let the guys, the third party, know about it, because they were always hiring third parties to take care of their business. So there was no connection. You, you know what's funny? I listened to that the Sopranos podcast with Michael Imperioli and Steve Shrippa, and never once did anyone bring up that theory. People just people either thought it was the members only jacket guy mm-hmm. or those guys. No one ever put like the two together. Well, I they, think it, oh, they always hired, not yeah. always, but no, there was a right. few episodes where they hired a couple of black guys and then they ended up killing them, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they, did, they did a job for them and then they didn't want any other evidence unless they were the Italian guys that they hired, but those guys would always go back to Italy. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know, and they were that, like directly involved with the family. Oh, so Vito did on. in Jackie Jr. though, but that was like oh, the, right. needed to get done by the. So this one so I think is different. So I, I think I think Tony's dead, and I think members only guy killed him because he's wearing a members only jacket. And the first episode of season six A, the one where what's his name hangs himself at the end. Yeah, Russ, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. You know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, the guy who wanted um, to retire because yes. he got yeah, some, he yeah. got an inheritance. Uh, uh, yeah, he had a members only jacket. That yeah, but was uh, called members only. I think that's a relative of his. I mean, this is all dumb speculation. You know what, though, Luke? It's New Jersey. Yeah, there's probably a lot of members only jackets still hanging around. That's right. I, you know what, <clears throat> though, the member when uh, AJ went in and he he was going to stab Uncle June. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he said he did it because. Tony said that they were watching The Godfather together, and his favorite scene in the movie was when Michael killed uh, the the head of the other gang and the police chief for trying to kill his father. Remember that in the restaurant? He shoots him in the neck. It's just a great scene. Um, And he went to the bathroom to get the gun that Clemenza hid 
yeah. under the toilet. <clears throat> and I think that was a direct reference to that. Yeah, it definitely was. Maybe. Are we doing the Neil Young podcast right now? I don't know. We should well, stop because I, I, I can talk about the Sopranos. No, well, I was going to say, I was going to say one of the things that you mentioned to me, Luke, and you had mentioned it before I got to the, like the last couple of seasons. And I, ever since you said it, I, I, I really dug it was the theory that Tony, Tony dies earlier than that. Yeah. And then the whole rest of the show is like him in purgatory, like, yeah. and figuring out whether or not he's going to, so you he know. was really dead when Uncle June shot him? Yep. Yeah. So shout out to my buddy Ryan Andrews, who this was his theory, that Tony dies in season five when he goes to the Plaza Hotel. And there's a scene, because uh, it's I believe it's right after that or during that episode. It's a huge dream episode. And it's right before he has to kill, uh, kill the, Tony Blundetto. Gosh, this is so stupid that we're talking about this. I know, right? Jesus but, uh, but it's not it's not called Test Dream. Uh, is the it? Next, the, yeah, it is. The next episode <clears throat> yeah. is called Test Dream. But it's uh, there's a there's too much to it. But there's a theory that I think my buddy Ryan came up with it that he dies during that. That actually the prostitutes that come up to his hotel room are actually hitmen. They kill him, and the rest of it is him trying to get right. But he ultimately does not. And that's why the show ends the way it does. Well, and ever since you brought that up, so then when he does get shot and he's in the coma, and they have the the cup the uh, couple episodes where he's in the coma, yeah. and that there's that lighthouse that like lighthouse yeah, the thing. Lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. So ever since that episode, I noticed in a bunch of other episodes like lighthouses, um, like when they go into hiding, uh, in like uh, I think it's in um, uh, the the train one where where um, uh. <laughs> Uh, fucking what's his name gets shot steve Schripper's character well, i don't know i'm drawing a bobby bacala gets shot mm-hmm. i think that's the one where they all go into hiding right yeah, yeah they go uh, to a safe house they go to a safe house and like the calendar and like there's certain things like they all have lighthouses oh, it's really so yeah and then when they're in the casino remember when they're in the casino when yeah. he goes to the casino after christopher dies and stuff and there's like the devil and he's like he's really look he's like tripping and he's like really looking at that little devil yeah, yeah. And then even the shit like it just gets like weirder shit like that, Dude, like cat. in reality, like the cat and Christopher, cat, like yeah. that wouldn't have happened otherwise. That stuff's uh, too weird. Like oh, I fucking love this show so much. Yeah. Also, right, what I love about stop. this, what I love about this podcast is not only do we start off topic, <laughs> once we get on topic, we derail. We ourselves. find a way right, to yeah. get back right? off topic. Exactly. Hey, Daryl, they said derail. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about trains. <laughs> All right. Uncle Bobby uh, had a great setup. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. We don't need to go every song, but no, Russ, no, no, no. I mean, uh, we talked we, about Monsanto years and what what we liked about it. So see, we should definitely talk about Seed Justice because that's the only one that, right. from something that we haven't heard yet. I believe. Yes. I also like Mother Earth. Mother Earth is in my top three. Yeah. So I like. You play Earth. a little Mother Earth. Well, we don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to. Just but. listen to the album. Fucking everyone's listened to it. All right. What do you? Th- yeah. What do you want to hear? You want to hear seed? a little seed justice? Seed justice. Here we go. Show me the love.
slapping. Fucking Chris Ross, Chris Rock got slapped last night. <laughs> can you? Well, people, while we're there, people can, think that that's staged, of course. Too. Can you go to? Can you go to two fifty in that song? <clears throat> in this one, yeah, I'll yeah. try my best, but you know how the archives are. Log them out. I know the archives are so clunky. I hate how they keep logging you out yeah. in the middle of like reading or watching something. You You'll get talk. on that. Get you your people on that. How come this wasn't on Monsanto years, this song? I don't know. I don't know. Weird, right? Didn't right. make the cut, I, I, I guess. It. Seems like a perfect song for Monsanto years. See? Yeah, roaring guitar, right? Break it down. Cue the crickets. <laughs> More crickets! <laughs> Bring in the bees! All right, the turkeys. Turkey, right in the crowd. Now turn the crowd into bees. <laughs> I don't. All right, good. Hold on. I think my new favorite character is, uh, like a stage director Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Now bring in the turkeys, real slow. Fucking <laughs> yeah. great. I blew my uh my mic out for a second there. Oh jeez. That's what yeah. happens when I do There's some stage just director epic, Neil. Epic breakdowns, man. It's great. You why know? Why do you think this didn't make it to Monsanto years? Um, maybe the recorded version just wasn't as good as this one. Okay. That might have been. Um, that's That would be my only guess. Or they just didn't have enough room. Mm. I don't know. This This album came out as a triple album on vinyl. Earth did? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that 30-minute epic at the end. Yeah, it's great. You know, at least he put it at the end and not up front, like right. in Psychedelic Pill. You know, he's just, uh, he starts it off with a grind. You know, yeah. it's just, uh, I don't know. I love, yeah. I love, um, there's a lot of epic breakdowns with the animals in this. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, You're not talking about the band, the animals. No, no, no. Go to go to country. Like, first of all, I love this version of Country Home, and I love I, I, I like the it dueling, too. The dueling guitars. I wish Country Home was thirty minutes instead of Love and Only Love. Just I to would hear easily. Is take it a Lucas? Is it Lucas who's playing the lead? Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I love him this and song. Neil going back and forth on the guitar. I could listen to that for an do hour. You have, straight. I know. Do you have a spot you want to hear? Yeah, go to five forty-five. So okay. while you're going, or to start rest, at five forty. There's moments in this that I love, but overall this just made me want to go Sorry. back and listen to ragged glory. I just, I think ragged glory is so good. And this, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, this didn't do it as much for me. There's moments for sure, but yeah, we'll go to your, go to your, did you say five forty? Yeah. Go to five forty. Okay. This is five we'll thirty two. Okay. That's good. Sick ducks. <laughs> Mike just wants That's to... the best duck. I mean, why did it stop? Did they, did they like just, did they like kind of take like a, a rod and just guide them into the studio? <laughs> or, or did he have people actually like squeezing the ducks? Oh. Oh, and there's a turkey. <laughs> it's so, no, that was Kevin Smith on the set of Dogma walking out to the swans. <laughs> 
man. This song rocks, man. I, I love, love that. Love it didn't make you guys just want to go back and listen to Ragged Glory so no, bad. No, no, absolutely did. Yeah, sure. I love that song. Yeah, it's you know a great, where, yeah. You know where there's an excellent version of Country Home? And this kind of surprised me. On the Timeline Concert of the Week, the 1976 Rotterdam show. Uh, 1976, they were playing Country Home. I'm going to listen to that tomorrow. And it's, and it's pretty damn good. Also, isn't Country Home on Rust Bucket, too? It, like, oh yeah well that was version. the that was the tour for i mean yeah that was yeah. the tour for that album like the pre-tour right yeah I, yeah but i didn't know they were playing it back in the 70s um mike let's get to the question that every youngster is wanting to know okay what do you think a hippie dream mm. i think it rocks on this album don't get me wrong I think Promise of the Real is a great band. Okay. <laughs> and I know uh, Tony Legerfo, when we had him on, said Anthony. that he, he really enjoyed playing that one. He certainly said that. Because they said when they toured with Neil, they learned, th- was it 39 songs? <laughs> yeah, something yeah. Just so like, like they, could, they could tell Neil, hey, we know these, so if you want to call them out, I think that's just beautiful. And that was one of them. And he said that was one of his favorites, playing yeah. live. Good setup, but... yeah. Still don't like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I like I'm it. Sorry, man. Anthony. I've changed my tune a little bit, yeah. especially on, especially on the on this one. I don't know. It's Mike. This one fun. or landing on water version. Uh, you don't. I'll go way. with this one. Yeah. This one sounds more organic. Yeah. It doesn't have. It doesn't have. Uh, hey, Daryl. Cor- they said organic. Hey, all natural. <laughs> It's the version with the red barn and the green field. Hey, Daryl, I got some organic cherries here for you. Hey, Daryl, I'm going to Safeway. Cherries. Safeway. (laughs) I like this version of Hippie Dream better because it doesn't have Korchmar stink all over it. (laughs) Oh, my own. Oof, (laughs) Oof, my own. Cooch, my own. Hey, we're super grateful that, that he came on the podcast. We are. Um, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to just, I'm going to jump the gun and tell you my top three right now. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, my three is this version of after the gold rush. I really enjoyed it. Interesting fact about this version of after the gold rush, the French horn. Yes. Do you know the story on that one? Uh, I saw something about a French horn and I forgot it. It's the exact same French horn track lifted from after the gold rush. Wow. Okay. That's that what they I mean. used on the original album and he put it on there. And I think I read something to the effect of he put it on there to deliberately confuse people. Of course. <laughs> Which he is did. very Neil. I think it's wild that he still <laughs> plays it in the same time. Yeah. That it would work. Fucking 40 years later. He probably you know, like adjusted it or something though. Maybe a click in his ear. Who's that guy? That country guy we played with, Russ. He had a click track in his ear the whole time. He did three shows with. Oh, him. was it David Nail or whatever? Oh yeah, oh, God, his name Nail? was Nail. That's was right. it Nails. <laughs> fucking David Nail <laughs> or Michael Nail to Nails? No, I hope not. <laughs> he, Mike, you would like you would like this guy. Ironically, he had a, his hit song was like "Real Men Love Jesus." Oh, I love it already. Pig skin. It was yeah. <laughs> You're goddamn oh, yeah. right. She <laughs> <laughs> would be a fucking Jesus. Uh, Jesus, red, white, and blue. Brady. Uh, but we are grateful for the opportunity. Thank you, David Nail. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, that's my that's my three. My number two is Mother Earth. Great fucking start to this. Really enjoyed it. I the harmonies are so good. Um, and my one is Love and Only Love. So 
Jesus, I can't believe that's your number one. Dude, it's Mike. It's so good. No, I like it. I like it, but it's just, it's 30 fucking minutes. Look, it's 28 minutes. But I'm, I'm just, okay, sorry, 28, 30. Who's I'm counting just leaning that way now. Um, and I and I don't want you, Russ. I don't want you to hunt for it. But like towards the end, he's when he starts. They're just after the song ends. Yeah, I do like that. I can't even handle how. I think just as like a lot of times, you know, like when when you're you just play, you take whatever show you can get, and a lot of them are just three hour shows. And when you find dudes that you can vibe with, and you just fuck around, and like you just sync up. And it doesn't even like you just lose everyone else. There's no feeling like that. Like Russ, remember we did that? We did like a show in a barn this summer. Barn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. But we we just we have this song called "Dirty Old Demons" in on the track on the CD. It's on. It's a, like a two-minute song. Mike, we did a 24-minute version of this song. Nice. We just couldn't. We just couldn't let go of it. There's just like a. I think I just I'm loving that more and more, and just I also because I've been listening to the horse so much over the past few years. I think Promise of the Real is the closest to the horse. Yeah, yeah, they're great, definitely. Yeah. And this 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 version sounds like you could be on <laughs> Weld. You might yeah. disagree. Yeah, you might disagree with uh, with me here, Shu. But one of the only times where I I like the Monsanto years version better is the monsanto years i just like the i i don't i don't think i like the jingle singers i like the i like the promise of the real guys on the record doing that okay. like safe way like yeah. uh instead See, of I, the i don't know i love the the jingle singers <laughs> i do but i don't know i just, just on that song it's too i don't know it's too pretty or something well that's, that's the thing it's supposed to be it's yeah like, yeah you know, I, I do like the juxtaposition of 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 it from the uh the the record the studio version yeah you know like i like that it's not the same that it's very different you know as far as this one has the jingle singers it's pretty or whatever but i think i just i like the the rawness the like fun right from the yeah that was just guys. them recording and yeah in like the, the yeah. movie theater i i love this because it's it just it seems like this was the track they tinkered the most with and i think it really worked Monsanto years, you mean? Yeah, they just used. Yeah. I mean, the no, animals, I think the production the was was good. Yeah, like yeah. it worked. But I just meant as far as like the actual voices singing, like they oh, seemed right. like they they had more fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I bet like like we were saying, I'm sure Neil had a lot of fun being like, "Okay, bring in the cows," you know, yeah, or okay. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Do the turkey here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Singers. Can we get a bird? What What do we have for birds? <laughs> um. It's funny you say that, Russ. My uh, my cut song is the Monsanto Years song. Jesus, uh, really? Wow. Yeah, Wolf Moon. You guys might not uh, might not agree with me on this either, but I fucking love Vampire Blues on this. Oh, I do too. <laughs> I love I how fucking I just love the suck em blood. Yeah. <laughs> Russ, why don't really you, get? I, if I can find uh, that, I, I'll try. But why don't you? What What's your top three, Russ? Uh, I would I I would say. I I, don't, I didn't even really write it down, but um, I got a top. Three. I, I like country mind? home, uh, vampire blues. Uh, I also really like. Oh fuck! I really like people want to hear about love on this one too. It's pretty good, but I don't think that's my top three. Um, well, Mike's got him. Let Mike go. And then go ahead, Mike. Go. Yeah. All right, my three is country home. 
yeah that, the i think dueling, that's mine the dueling guitars that's mine too. yeah and the, the well-placed duck yeah um <laughs> the ducking big box which is to me like the monsanto years where they really did a great job of of uh tinkering with it with the animal noises and and everything and the whole get in line you know oh right line. yeah get in I line get yeah. in line doesn't he say luke get in line at does one he point? say Luke get in line? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's probably he says, talking about Luke, Luke, I am your father yeah. at one point. Yeah. He's um, talking to me. He could he might claim it's Lucas Nelson, but he's he's talking to me. <laughs> but yeah, big box. Uh, that's my number two. My number one is Monsanto years. Oh wow. That's my wow. number one. That's the best track on this record. Really? Absolutely. This is that's the that's where the experiment works for me. <sighs> Okay. Right. I get that. I get that. I, I don't think it'd be, I, I won't probably listen to it again. I, I think for me, it would be vampire blues. I like hearing that song that way. It's fun. It's and great. he's really into it. That um, part, Russ, we're good. I like people want to hear about love. I think that'd be my two. Yeah, that's good too. And uh, my three would be country home. Yeah. My cut would be see justice. Really? Yeah. I just, huh. I don't, I'm just, that song didn't connect with me. All the like other songs it. did. That I one think the I one just, that doesn't work. I love the song. I just think Western Hero doesn't fit. Western Hero's never been a, one of my favorite songs. Really? I like I the song. I like that song a lot. Yeah, yeah I, I just don't a think great it version. It's a great version. I just feel like it doesn't. It's not like. I guess it kind of fits the vibe, but yeah, I guess. I love the version of Human Highway on here. Me too. I was going to say yeah, that that's that one beautiful. that one's really good. Yeah, I think that Promise of the Real really they did a gr- that they song. did a great job. Yeah, I think this album I, made me kind of like hear some of that. Actually. How close Wolf Moon is talking. to Human Highway? Really similar songs? Yeah, not not the same, of course, but similar like rhythm structures. I don't hmm. know Wolf Moon. I like on Monsanto Years. Maybe it's the placement so close to the end. I just feel like it was thrown on. I don't know. I got bored. It's just almost seven minutes long. This is a human highway. This feels like like church to me. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like it's, it's like yeah, it's like Pete Seeger and the and the yeah. gang like getting together like the for yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's got that feel. Family, I really like it actually thing. a lot. I, I think they. I yeah. might even. It's beautiful. It's a good one. It's really pretty. It's yeah. It's yeah. You're right. It's got that old that old timey like. Let's get together um, with, at, you know, in a state of love and yeah, yeah, kind of a thing and sing these songs for the people and you know it's yeah it's I love that tune me too That's a good one I like Russ, that a can, lot can you just real quick go nah. to love and only love and go to like somewhere in the last like five minutes <laughs> the last five minutes dude it's gonna take two days just minutes. to load up on the yeah, archives <laughs> I just I just I. I really like I like the I like the vibe of the song. This never the song never stood out to me until this album. I just oh, I, I love know. when they go for it. I love this song. I've always loved this song. Ricky Harvey loves this song. Ricky Harvey getting. I think this was this was in my top three for Ragged Glory. It was. Yeah, it might have been my number one. I don't remember mine. 
fucking a year ago. Yeah, this is lo- <laughs> this is taking a while to load the fuck up, brother. Remember, remember when we started the podcast and we joked like, "Oh, it's going to be 2023 before we even get to Colorado." Yeah, yeah and you it's were right. Be 2025. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is 2022, boys. 2022, boys. It's 2022, boys. Look, this is still loading. That's fine. It doesn't really Jesus matter. Christ, I just, uh, <laughs> I just like whatever. I like, I like that. I like the shit they do at the end. I, yeah, I do too. Like, oh, no, I, I agree. Like, I like a I long, agree. I like a long yeah. Neil Jam. Don't get me so wrong. Do I. So do I. I like it a lot. But yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, we don't have to get. We don't have to go too much more. No, into that, this. I think I think we we've, we've talked about this. Uh, yeah. To me, uh, you know, as far as this experiment, I I don't think. I don't think it was a successful experiment, but it was in some points. And I actually enjoy listening to this album. Again, so as I. most Neil albums, they right. sound way better when you're driving on the highway. Absolutely. Yeah. Or yeah. if you're cruising down Chandler Street in Worcester with your windows down and you pull up next to a bunch of guys and there's a duck going, <laughs> and you, just, you just look over and go, what are you looking at? It's great. <laughs> Well, you know what, shoot. I would say though, if you enjoy listening to this record, then I would say that, that it is a success. A success. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'd throw it on more than I would throw on some other some of the no, other no, stuff. No, no, like, no. But still, you know, like live rust good. or way down yeah. in the rust bucket or something like that. But I mean, yeah. I I think the performances are good, and I like what he tried to do here. Yeah. You know, which I couldn't. I can't say for a lot of other stuff he's tried. Right. You know, yes. I, I haven't been as friendly to some of the other experiments he's done, but for this one, for some reason, it just makes me smile. It's it's the animals. You yeah. know, when you throw a turkey in the middle of a raging, distorted guitar solo, <laughs> and that doesn't bring a smile to your face, <laughs> you're just a soulless robot. You're, I mean, there's no other thing to think other than like, yeah, only yeah. fucking Neil. That's right. It's and that's why awesome. I love this guy. It's friggin' hilarious. <laughs> It's you know, and it's and I, I love how it like some people like I was talking about that pitchfork review earlier and they were just like, this is awful and this is not far from a live album and everything. It's like, well, maybe you should try listening to Neil Young for yeah. a little while. Then you'll get why this album is like it is, because this is him doing what he does best. And that's fucking with us. I mean, that that quote I read at the beginning, the Bram Stoker's quote. No, 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 not oh. the Dracula one. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one where he goes, "What if, what if we make a record that I can't get out of my head, and it, and only I know why I did it?" Yeah, awesome. Yeah, That's I also perfect. I want to point out that five minutes ago, when I asked Russ to play a bit of "Love and Only Love," he didn't ignore me. It's literally it's still loading. No, it's, it's still load. loading. Right. I can go, I'll go back to my. No, 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 no. We, no. we don't. Please don't. Okay. At this point. <laughs> Oh, I just wanted to point out, like, he wasn't ignoring me. It was still trying to load. Right. I bet it's still, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's still, it's still loading. <laughs> it's got that, uh, what do you call that thing, shoe in the um, spinner? Yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, 45 adapter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's a specific name for that. I feel like there is, but I, I don't know what it is. They used to give them away at record stores. They just had a pile of them at the, at the cash Ooh. register, and you bought a 45. They, you got one of these? <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's next? Peace Trail? Peace Trail is next. Okay. Yes. And are we going to do a, a Patreon episode on yes. Cocaine Eyes? Well, I'll, do, I'll do one on Cocaine Eyes. I mean, we okay. touched on El Dorado, but I would, I would do more, more than Well, this is Cocaine since this Eyes. is unreleased and, yeah. and you haven't been able to listen to it on uh, the archives version of El Dorado. And now it's out. You know, get our take on it. We also, at some point, 
should talk about Back to the Future too. <laughs> yeah, I know. We keep talking. About <laughs> yeah, that. we promised that. For like it's like the elusive the thing. <laughs> now, uh, my other question is: um, Are we going to be doing the podcast live from Indian Ranch and Webster when Weird Al Yankovic plays? Dude, please, can we? Mike, you're the one with the Weird Al plug. You're the one that pitched him all his ideas. I know. I should get at least some kind of credit. Like, get hey, him you, on the goddamn pod. I know. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I say, I'll, I'll say, he's never done any Neil Young, huh? That's even better. I don't think Neil Young is is conducive to the Weird Al treatment. <laughs> I feel like no, Neil would be fine with it. He's that fucking Jimmy Fallon. No, no, no. I mean, I don't know if it would work. Oh, I could, I could. I'll pitch. I'll get Weird Al on the pod mic, and I'll pitch him okay. fifteen different parodies. Okay. Ideas. All right. I'll, I'll do fact, my best for the next step. I'm going to come up with a fifteen good Weird Al all right. parody ideas for Neil. Okay. And they're all, all right, going to have I'll something try. to do with birds and trains. Okay. I'm not going to do I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks, boys. This was nice. Uh, yeah, thanks this to is good. all the, all the know, patrons. All, to, oh, the one thing I want to say is give Earth at least one listen. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. It's worth, it's worth even giving the, it a try. Even the 28-minute final right. song. After, it's, it's lo- after it takes five great, hours yeah. to load. You know, yeah, it's, it's just good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, you know, I enjoyed listening to it. I can't say I'll go back to it a bunch of times, but yeah. I thought it was, it was a fun listen. I, absolutely. I agree 100% I agree. with that. All right. So do I. No, it's been it's been good. So shoot, the first time you're going to see Luke and I play is at the shitty venue Excuse in Worcester. Me. Excuse me. That is a historic <laughs> room. The ship room is a historic place. Babe I'm just Ruth kidding. I don't know anything about it. Over. I'm just fucking with you yeah. because you haven't College seen town. Shitty. You haven't seen town meeting yet. We should call get it, Mike to MC. Call it shitty. I mean, they're they're gonna like. They're going to fuck with you if you call no, that place I know. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't even know it. I have no idea what it is. Dollar beers. That's all you got to know. That's Dollar all I got to know. Mike, even come on to I'm, drinking, release in I'm not drinking right now, but. Where's that going to be? Uh, Brighton Music Hall. Really? No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, I love that room because I love getting a seat at the corner of the bar because you can see the stage perfectly and yeah. sit and have a drink. That'd be fun. Which is great. Um, definitely look for a town meeting. Yeah, you can introduce the band. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Um, that's I've been waiting for that my whole fucking life. <laughs> um, and uh, thanks. Yeah, baby. but you have to do it as old silver gold. Okay. You got it. <laughs> yep. Russ, stop you pitching these it. things. The, one, it, the, one per, it, the only person in the audience that'll get it will be John Locke. I think, John you know Locke what? will be there. I think. <laughs> be this, like, yeah. This be like, hey, we, let's do a live podcast this summer. I think this is the year we do it. So we'll, okay. fi- we'll figure out a place. Maybe in Worcester. let us do it at the Vernon. All right. I mean, we can't do it at Nick's anymore. That shitty put- right. no, I'm just that sucks. Yeah, Nick's <laughs> closing. That that sucks. <clears throat> we'll have guests. But, no, I'm excited to check out the room, actually. I, I don't know what it yeah. is. But. It, it's a fun place. It's Russ. You no, haven't I'm checked out the room yet, Russ? Yeah. We're, we're open movie. for... Uh... <laughs> Never mind. It's a great movie. <laughs> ah, fuck off. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, which is a very active uh, discussion uh, going on there all the time. And then we are at Long May You Young on Instagram and also on Twitter. And please go to longmayyouyoungpodcast.com where you can hear all the episodes and buy merch. Do it's we tough. have any five stars or anything, Luke? No, nothing. Um, we yeah. had some Facebook comments, but I forgot to read them. But uh, people are. We are so on top of our shit. No man, we're on it, dude. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a distracting week. People, yeah, people. It's been, it's been I've been busy week. doing my uh, finishing up my solo album too, Shu, and Luke's Luke just added some parts to it. Sounds good. Nice. And what also, people out? should check out Luke's because he just put out like an EP Jesus called Christ. Called Insomnia. 
fucking time. Everyone should go check that out. Luke, is it is it everywhere or everywhere? Nice. Just look up Luke Condon. It's called Insomnia. I got the drummer from Doctor Dog playing on one song. It's like the wow. one thing I can use to promote it. <laughs> and I I reached out to him. I said, Hey man, sounds great. Can you share this? Nah, he wasn't gonna share it. So all right. So whatever. next week we'll be covering uh, Thin Lizzy's Johnny the Fox. So <laughs> make sure you tune that. in. <laughs> Nice. All nice. right. Bye, Bye boys. Good seeing you. All right, you guys. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. See ya. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.